And hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backlists. It's your girl, yours truly, Ruby Red. Happy Tuesday. I woke up feeling like a million bucks, which is crazy because I had a bad meditation last night. Not that it was bad. I just couldn't gain focus. I had so much energy. I felt that I was able to harness the energy, but I wasn't able to focus and direct it the way I wanted. But I guess my subconscious kicked in when I went to sleep because, honestly, I felt like I could do it. I can do it, and so can you. And that is what I want to talk about today. Yeah. Action, baby. Action, taking action, being responsible for action, and shit. Just being conscious of your actions. And I want to talk about something else, but I want to get through action first, so that way I don't bounce around way too much. So, Sir Isaac Newton. I love scientists. I am a scientist. In heart, I studied science in college, but because of my high-risk pregnancy, I dropped out before I could complete the last couple of classes. But I've evolved to the point where I don't need fucking degrees. I am what I am. And I am. I am a fucking scientist. I love science. So I I like to read, you know, journals and notes and dictation, citations, however the fuck they're called. You know, I like to read what science is right, what they're talking about, what they're thinking about. I like to be on a great thing, you know what I'm saying? Great minds think alike, and like energy attracts energy. Anyway, back to Sir Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac Newton is only famous for um, charting, I will say, for charting the laws of physical dimension. He did not discover them. They have always existed. There are still several that exist but have not been charted, meaning they have not been understood to as close as possible to a finite degree to where they can be undisputed and reiterated to others. Isaac Newton did a really good job with observing physical universe. It's a part of me that's extremely jealous of all sciences. <laughs> existed before the um, industrial boom because they were blessed to live in a time without technology, which means they had a lot more time on their hands to just think freely without being guised by commercials and posts and memes and, you know, television and shit. So they had a lot more free time to ponder what was right in front of their face in the natural world. And, you know, they got to discover all the good shit. <laughs> Why well, I say all the good shit? There's a lot of shit that's just like... <laughs> a thousand pardons, y'all. I'll be saying, if you follow the channel, you already know. Mornings in my house be busy. My bad, though. But, yeah, back to Isaac Newton. He, um... He observed and charted a lot of laws that govern this physical realm. And until they're proven otherwise, I mean, that's why they're called laws. They're undisputed, even though criminal law needs to be disputed. Another story, another day. So Newton's third law states that for every action in nature, there is an equal and opposite is an opposite and e yeah, equal and opposite, I believe is how it's actually written. For every action in nature, 
there is an equal and opposite reaction. Now we, this is, come on now. If you never heard of Newton in your life, you do know that. We, this is an observable law. If you throw something, it's gonna fall. If you hit someone, they're gonna hit that ass back. You know what I'm saying? Every action has a reaction. We are part of an expanding universe. This goes back to, I believe that's Newton's first law. A body in motion stays in motion until an outside body comes and disrupts it. That's, you know, loosely spoken, but that's what it means. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you were to entertain the law of oneness, which I do, and we all came from one thing, no matter how the one thing happened, how the one thing expanded, whether it was a birth, a flare, um, a breath, whatever. Once it expanded and created everything that we see now, we're still moving. The earth is still spinning. Um, the universe is still expanding. We're still in motion. Therefore, it makes sense as bodies in motion that's going to stay in motion Everything we do is going to create something else because that's what motion is. It's a constant circle of creation, expanding, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So what the fuck does that have to do with us in everyday life, magic, spirituality, and how does understanding that help us in our pursuit of happiness? Because it puts you in a perspective a powerful position of perspective of choice. When you know everything you do is going to result in something else, why not just do what the fuck will result in the best things? A lot of us don't think about it like that. I'm telling you, it blew my mind when it became understood to me that my today... is a direct result <coughs> of excuse me that my today is a direct result of my yesterday yesterday week month and years nothing that I'm doing today is a result of today it's funny because for us to constantly, for me to be constantly telling people, stay in the present, stay in the present, stay in the present. This is why time, when you study it, meditate on it long enough, indulge in deities who govern that domain, you realize that it's really just a bunch of blood. It's all mushed in. None of it is really real. There's no linear, no linearity to it. It's like spiraled all around and our present is, it's emerging of the past and future. So everything that we've ever done is why we are where we are right now. So if you got bad health, look at your past. What did you do in your past? What did you eat? What kind of indulgence do you have? If you are broke right now, look at your past. How much money did you make? How did you spend it? Did you save any of it? Did you invest any of it? If you are lonely right now, ask yourself, have people tried to love you? Have you allowed yourself to be loved? Did you push people away? Or you were meanie and you know what I mean? People just, you just make it kind of hard for people to get in where they fit in when it comes to you. This is not a, a blame game. But if you're going to put blame on anybody, like I said, 
blame yourself. I love uh, that. That's a whole nother wild factor for me. So when you just put blame on you, not being the martyr, not carrying sins of others, no Jesus, no. When you take self-responsibility and accountability, when you take a minute to analyze what role you played in a situation, it's a lot easier to fix at least how you feel about it. Because again, you're God. Everything is about you. You are the sense of your own fucking universe. So everything, every action you have ever taken before today has played a role in the experiences you are having today. If you woke up, if your today rather ends and you had a great fucking day, you mixed and mingled with great fucking people, you visited great places, energy was on fleet. That's because between yesterday and the day you were born, you were putting, that's the kind of life you were living. You were putting out energies that allowed you to attract people. You were making connections that allowed you to go to places where vibrations were higher. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing about if you find yourself in a dark alley, you know what I mean? With some sketchy people. You got to ask yourself, well, what fucking decisions and choices that I ultimately make that left me right here. And it's not always easy. It's not always gonna just pop up in your mind like, fuck, if I would have turned left, I wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like that. It's again, the self-accountability, self-responsibility, self-acceptance. We, this is life. We're all going through things. And most of us are not born with our immortal souls awakened. Like, um, like Jesus, real life shit. We can argue about Jesus all day. We can debate. I don't want to argue. I don't got time for that. But we could debate about all the crisis throughout history. One thing that is undeniable, no matter what wording you use, he was born with his immortal soul intact. He had Christ conscious from birth. He knew who he was, what his destiny was, where his soul had been before being born to this physical dimension. He knew where his soul was going afterwards. That's what immortality is. Um, in the, I guess, hierarchy of spirituality, immortality is your consciousness. It's the ability to maintain your consciousness. Most of the, well, all of the like solidified, unargued fucking well, skeptics will always argue, but people like thought, um, Hermes, they're believed to be the same people that's reincarnated. That's what I'm saying. There are beings that come back that have never lost the consciousness that they had, that they absorbed, that they developed in previous lives. And it's believed that some, Christ included, go all the way back, their souls rather, go back to like pre-flood, fucking pre, um, ah shit, what's the thing with the three, three tiers? See, I'm getting off subject and I'm not even able to connect with that. So we're gonna just stop with that right there. But basically, you know, most of us don't come back with that level of awareness. It takes a lifetime of learning, experiencing, and deprogramming and reprogramming to be able to tap into our innate immortality because we all have it. Most of us are not brand new souls. Most of us have been here 
a million times before in one form, shape, or way. And, you know, we retain that memory. But accessing it is, you know, I'm not going to say that it's hard, but again, it takes time and getting back on track. We, you have to be responsible. Again, most of us don't, aren't born with the consciousness that we left the last life with, therefore we're lost. We spend a lot of time discovering ourselves. Well, most of us don't spend enough time discovering ourselves. Most of us spend a lot of time discovering fucking the world socially. You know what I mean? What people expect from you, what the world expects from you, you be in trends. But once you can snap out of that, once you can realize that you are God, you depict and deplit. I don't know which word it is, which one. But you dictate how life goes for you. And no matter what your yesterday, yesteryears looked like, once you start today, the present, realizing that now puts you in that position, that powerful ass position to see things differently. Okay, today fucking sucks. My whole life before today sucks. Today, I'm going to do things to make the rest of my life a lot better. And a lot of people, just like with magic, people are so programmed to believe that everything is instant, instant, instant. This is not, this world is built on instant gratification, especially with, again, technology. You can click a button and fucking see somebody across the world. You can fucking book a flight with a, you know what I mean? In your hand, like everything is just so fast. We think things are supposed to happen fast and realistically, it doesn't work like that. Like you have to let shit marinate. You know what I'm saying? You have to let things simmer. You have to let the fucking flavor start coming out and mixing with the juices and shit. So that way you can have the most satisfying, flavorful fucking dish of life of all. You know what I'm saying? And it does. It starts with today. You want to be, you're broke today. Your whole life you've been broke. Is I'm not going to say it's impossible to decide today you're going to be rich and then by the end of the night you're going to be rich. If you know how, hit me. Real live shit. Inbox me, comment, something. Call me, text me, fucking find me. Let me know because shit, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Each one, teach one. But from my experience, it's the little things. I put in as far as finances, right? Little things I've put into motion. I made a plan. I looked at the money I was making. I looked at the money I was spending. I looked at the money I was saving. And when I saw that it didn't add up, I switched things over. I rerouted, I cut some things off. I added some things in, you know what I'm saying? You make adjustments and it didn't hocus pocus, boom. But eventually my finances really did change. And they're continuing to change, continuing to adjust them. Um, My health. I pulled a muscle about four years ago, three years ago, and it caused such a bad, like it literally, the muscle swelled up so bad that it pressed against the nerve. And the fucking doctors, you got to keep in mind, so I'm like 32 at this time, 33. And the doctors are like, oh, well, you'll have that pain forever. What? Oh, if you know me, you know, I don't like that word. I have issues with that word. We don't even know what that is. So how can you tell someone that they're going to have something?
forever. So me being a stubborn bitch that I am, you know, said I went, I got home and I started making changes. I had to understand the pain. What what is pain? How do we experience pain? Um, where does it come from? How is it alleviated internally without having to fucking be constantly taking medications? And you know what I'm saying? What was the result? I changed my diet. I started jogging, getting my body active. And I haven't had a fucking sciatic flare up in about two and a half years. I was having pain still as I was changing my diet, as I was starting to exercise. It wasn't easy trying to get around fucking that track. But you do it. You push through. You get as much done as you can. You know what I'm saying? I might do one lap today, that first day. And it probably took me about 20 minutes to get around the track. <laughs> but I did it. And you know what? That was just enough. <coughs> you can't. <coughs> you want to push yourself always. But you don't want to push yourself down to the ground and then stomp yourself out. <laughs> me and my son was laughing at that the other day. He's... He's so much like me. And we so good with images. And the two of us together are fucking fools. And we were talking about how <laughs> in our mind, niggas be pushing yourself so hard that you fall off the edge. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you should go off the edge. Push yourself on the ground and then just start stomping myself. Like, you know what I mean? You can't do that. You can't beat yourself up. All the things. You got to set realistic goals. If you haven't worked out in 20 fucking years, don't think you're going to get through a whole 60 minute Tabo video and be feeling and looking like them niggas when they done still feeling good, ready to live the rest of the day. You're going to be exhausted. You're probably not even going to make it through the video. And if you do, you're going to be fucked up tomorrow. Everything's going to be sore. You're going to be hurting. But you can't let that discourage you. <laughs> Everything is fucking hard. Nothing is supposed to be easy. Or the mother, if it was, what the fuck would life be like? There'd be no learning involved. Or there'd be no happiness. Happiness is the fucking opposite of pain. You gotta give a little, you gotta get a little to give a little. Or and you gotta give a little to get. Dead ass. But um action. Action is a powerful thing, boy. And as gods and our own rights and our own universe, every action we take is fucking powerful. It sends vibrations and Vibration never ends, baby. It never ends. It didn't start with you. Don't think because you sent it out into the universe, this go around, that it started with you. Nah, that shit been here since before been here. Since before here been here. So, you know what I'm saying? You just caught a wave. Control it. Learn to identify. I'm going to get back on my YouTubes next week. I absolutely promise the mentor of magic is back. I have to help people better understand the ability to identify or the importance of identifying energy the ability to attract it and the power of amplifying it. But action, yeah. Be responsible for your actions. Understand that you are God. You are a creator as well as a destroyer. If your actions today do not reflect the life you want to live tomorrow, reverse it. No, you can't go back in time and take it back, but you can fix it. You know what I'm saying? If you broke something, you could replace it. You could fix it. You could somehow make amends. You can own up to the fact that you did it. You hurt somebody. You can apologize. (coughs) 
you smoked all your money away. You know what I'm saying? You can <coughs> <coughs> remove other things from your budget that, you know, will allow you to make up for the money that you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You stayed out all night. Your girl ain't talking to you. Don't go out for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Give, take. You don't want a life where this bitch is always mad. So you got you to gotta give. Give a little, get a little. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. It's how we correct our mistakes that, you know, show our character and shape our lives for the better. My whole everything is happiness. My name is Ebony. Happiness is my brand. Magic is my niche. Real life shit. Um, but yeah, be responsible for your actions. Be aware of your actions and know that everything you do and say has a consequence. It might not come back right this second. It might not even manifest in a way that you could connect it to, you know, the choice that led to it. This is what I was saying with the whole being born with Christ consciousness. We're not born like that. The majority of us are not. Believe me, I spend hours meditating, hoping to achieve a piece of it. Because I started too late, you know what I'm saying? And I not even, uh, you know, down myself, but the level of consciousness I want to get is going to take a couple of lifetimes, I'm sure. But at least I'm glad I'm putting a start and I'm putting the work in. And I do, I do believe that I'm going to, by the time I die, at the ripe old age of 122, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have solidified enough consciousness. I would have stored up enough energy. I would have had rerouted and manipulated so much energy in the universe that when my soul comes back in another vessel, no matter what, if it's human, animal, plant, and animate objects, I'm going to maintain my level of consciousness and I'm going to continue to build on it. And, you know, just keep striving for my happiness because it's not just about the happiness of this life. I think about the happiness of eternity. I work very closely with the beautiful Hindu goddess Lakshmi and all of her wonderful avatars, all 108 of them. And the reason I connect to her so much is because she's not worried about this physical dimension. Her blessings are bestowed upon those who are looking for blessings throughout existence, not just here and now. So I fucks with her because again, I don't know what Fava is. Um, I don't. I'm just recently, like within like the last two years, able to say that word and not have really gut-wrenching anxiety building up in my chest. It scares me in a sense. I don't know what fucking forever is. I don't think it's real. So, because I don't understand it. Like most people, when you don't understand something, you fear it. But through working with Lakshmi, the goddess Lakshmi, I am... I'm, I'm being more comfortable with Fava. I understand that it is real. I just don't understand what the fuck it is. But being that it's real, if I'm have a blessing, I'd rather have the blessing for as long as it can be given than, you know, for just for here and now. What kind of bum ass shit is that? But that's neither here nor there. And that's what I wanted to talk about with action. And now that I think I've spent enough time talking about action and that we kind of, you know, understand the importance of our actions. And why we should be conscious in every action that we make, every step, literally every fucking step that we take, every corner that we turn, every fucking person that we interact with, engage with, everybody we give our time, energy, 
everything matters. And now that we know that, I want to talk about the opposite of fucking action. And that's inaction. And so many people have convinced themselves that that's really something and a choice. And it's neither. People think that by choosing to do something, I mean, by choosing to do nothing, that they're actually doing nothing. Um, that is one of the most biggest misconceptions and self-lies that the human mind and ego has ever sold itself. Everything is a form of action. If you exist, you have energy. If you have energy, you are in motion. If you are in motion, you are active. There is no such thing as inactivity. We are observers. We're gods in our own right, but we are observers in this shared universe. There is no way in the world that something can be visually witnessed, something can be known, whether you were told, you read about it. I did a whole fucking, you know, and I had my little, you know, after Thanksgiving and I was kind of wilding a little bit in my head. You know, I had a whole podcast about this too. I don't remember what the title it was, but the role of the observer, like I spent a lot of time, not enough time, but compared to when the thought first popped in my mind, which was the weekend after Thanksgiving, to now, I've spent a lot of hours in meditation and in conscious thought on what it means to be the observer. I am looking at everything, literally everything and everyone differently. I always been a good listener, but I listen so much more intuitively, you know, so much more intentionally now because I realize that I'm an observer in everyone else's existence. God in my own, but I'm an observer in everyone else's. And as an observer, I have opinion. I think it was Judge Iman, don't judge me. I think it was that one. I think it was that one. I might be wrong, but that was that. I think it was that one. But yeah, as an observer, you have an opinion, i.e. judgment. Excuse me. That in itself is a form of action. It's mental action, but it's still action. And if you are a part of a situation, and yes, you can be a part, you are a part of anything that you are aware of. Let me clarify that. Wait, let me like this one so y'all don't hear the light flickering over it. Anything you are aware of, you are a part of. I hope that makes sense. It's like the saying, if a tree falls in the forest, do you hear it? Do you care? If a tree falls in the forest, you don't have to hear it to care. Some people be like, I don't really give a fuck. Not giving a fuck is caring. I said that too before. Like, it's impossible. If you have judged, if you observe something, you have an opinion. We got these labels that we just have so definitively. What is caring? Caring is a positive emotion. No, it's not. No, it's not. If it bothers you, you care. If it pisses you off, that's a form of caring. If you are aware of something, you are a part of something. And if you are a part of something, you have a responsibility to yourself and to the situation, ultimately, to 
be as active in it as possible if only selfishly to make that shit easier for you. Inactivity should never be an option. Why? Because it does not exist. We have to understand that. If you see something and you just let it happen, like, okay, prompt scenario. The Spider-Man movie, right? Peter Parker saw homeboy robbing a bank. Peter ain't do shit. He said, that ain't his bank. That money is short. I, I believe he was going to meet Mary Jane. He had shit to do. But fuck, he ain't got no... That was not his business. Physically, he could have got hurt trying to stop the nigga. The guy could have saw him, made it away from the cops, came back, shot him in the face. There's a million reasons to justify why he didn't interact. What happened later on, though? That same fucking bank robber ended up shooting Uncle Ben. Bullshit, right? Now, I'm not saying that <laughs> if you see something, you don't do something, that the result is going to be a death, a physical tragedy. But in a sense, if anything happens and you don't take part of it, whatever happens afterwards is your fault. Everybody was beefing about the whole um, getting out and vote. Whether I voted or not, we're not going to discuss. And who I voted or not for won't be discussed. But I live in a black community. I live in a poor black community. Everybody wanted Trump out out here. Everybody was screaming, you got to go vote. You're not voting. You're not voting. You're not voting. And nah, I have to explain my position politically so that way it makes a little bit more sense. I chose not to vote. Why did I choose not to vote? Because one, I didn't like the candidates. I'm not one of those people who um, you're going to force me to take part in something that I don't want to take part in. Had there been a candidate that I personally wanted to stand by, I would have voted. But there was no candidate that I wanted to stand by, so I chose not to vote. I chose my, but keep in mind, my conscious choice to not participate was my activity. That was me making a stand. That was me speaking my voice. Give me better candidates. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, like I was saying, everybody was, oh, if you don't vote, this is what people were telling me. Well, if you don't vote, you can't complain about what's going to happen. You can't say that Trump did this and Trump did that. And my thing was, I wasn't complaining about Trump. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I probably bragged about the nigga more than I complained. He actually impressed the fuck out of me. I didn't realize he was going to do the things that he did. Was I surprised about the asshole shit he did? No, this is why I didn't complain. I knew who won the election. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go into this thinking, oh, he's the president. He's going to be quote unquote presidential now. I didn't go in comparing what he was capable of, what he was going to do with anybody before him who held that same title in office. I held on to the opinion that I had of the man before the job. And again, the only surprises I got were actually pleasant. Do I support him? No. That's why I didn't vote for him the second time around. Didn't vote for him the first time around. But I also didn't complain and bitch because I bring, bring this to the second point. I realized that 
in the game of numbers, and we're not going to spend so much time on that, but in that kind of sense, the game of numbers, you know what I mean? Like, it's so many levels to politics and who actually wins the fucking public vote versus the fucking luxurials and yada, yada, yada. Like, I just really felt like it wasn't worth putting my two cents in. Anyway, the purpose of me getting into all that was there's no such thing as being inactive. Even when you are inactive, you are being active. Now, had I been a person who complains about Trump and his administration the entire four years that they were there and then did not vote and he had won and all the stuff that I was complaining about continued, it would have been my fault. You know what I'm saying? That's where I was getting to with all that. We we have to understand, not to say that that one vote would have deterred everything, but that one vote would have at least gave you the position to look at things a little bit differently. Oh, this and this and this is happening. I can, you know, find some kind of confidence, peace, happiness in the fact that I verbally spoke against it or I, you know, took a stand against it. I represented something different by casting the vote. I'm an elderly fuck with politics, so that's where we're going to end that. The takeaway of all this, if I'm to wrap it up, there's no such thing as an action. You have to be active. You have to participate. You got to participate. This is your life. This is your life. You have to ask yourself, if I sit this dance out, Am I going to regret it? Am I going to always remember every time I hear the song, how badly I wanted to get up and just snatch that dude out the chair and just twerk one of them or wind down on him? You know, you got to ask yourself these things. Yeah, you're afraid. Yeah, you don't got no rhythm. Shit. You don't even know if he like you. Does any of that fucking really matter? Get the fuck up and dance. Or have some fucking fun. You don't like your job. I'm not going to tell you wake up today and quit. I will tell you start looking, you know, in the pages, Yelp, and, you know, uh, asking around, talking to other people. Find some, maybe somebody else whose job you actually do like. Start asking niggas are they hiring. Who's hiring? You know what I'm saying? Open up a profile on Indeed. Put yourself out there. Let an employer come to you. Or be in a position to choose. A lot of people, me included, before I was self-employed, we didn't really choose our jobs. We was just, we just needed them, we needed a job. So whatever was fucking applying, whatever was hiring, we applied for. That's not choosing your job. That's not picking your career. That's surviving. Evolve past the need to survive all the time. You can't thrive in survival. Or in the scheme of life, in a daily basis, hourly, monthly, we choose constantly. And the choices that we make and the choices that we choose to not make. Because, yes, an action is more than just physical. If you don't pay a bill, if your kid comes to you and tells you they're ready to be sexually active, and you choose not to put them on birth control, be prepared to be a grandparent. Real life shit. Like, every choice we make, even when it seems like we're not making the choice, 
That shit has a consequence. Even with putting things off. There's a time and a place for everything. And when it comes to decisions, I'm really big on sometimes need, I, I be needing to marinate. I need to soul script every fucking possibility that can occur. I need to mentally prepare myself. I need to emotionally prepare myself. Um, I got to understand. I got to, you know, just get myself together before I have certain conversations, before I receive certain information from certain people. That way I'm in control over my response. Stuff like that helps me, you know, keep my homeostasis. I stay level. I don't blow up as much. I haven't been in jail for killing nobody yet. Or all that matters to me. I love my life. And I don't carry around as much tension. Well, lately I haven't really carried no tension. <sighs> Tell you, throat chakra, med- meditate on all your chakras because you really don't realize how much physical pain and discomfort and dis-ease we have that are attached to them. Once I opened up this throat chakra, baby, people always talk about that third eye. Open up that throat chakra. You'd be amazed what happens when you're able to speak your truth, even if it's only to yourself. But yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to roll a second blunt. I still got these fake ass nails on, so I can't smoke it to the tippy tip tip like I like to. But make sure you guys... Well, I ain't gonna say make sure I ain't your mothers. I ain't your guardians. And I'm damn sure I'm an observer in your world. Um, and I'm a distant observer because I can't even see you guys. But if you're listening, that means I'm a part of it. Ow. Hey, family. But no, real life shit. Please let this message receive you. Please receive this message. This is one that like spirit can connect to, I believe. Because my spirit it's talking to everybody. A lot of the podcasts and updates, my videos and shit, I have specific groups of energy in mind to connect with. But this is something I need everyone to connect with because we all make choices. Or this podcast period, that's why I love it. It's so open. Like I can connect with everybody on this. But that's about it, guys. I hope y'all have a good day. I hope y'all ponder upon this. Or y'all smoking y'all spliff or having that nice cup of coffee, whether it's later on, because I know this is the mid-morning circle cipher. So by the time this shit is posted and most of y'all hear it, it's already later in the day. But I'm an all-day coffee drinker. So, you know, hopefully either you got your nice little hot cup or you got a nice fat blunt. Funny thing is I like skinny blunts. I don't like smoking fat blunts. But hopefully you're in the right state of mind if you're at work. It's quiet. Your boss ain't in your face. You got your assignment. You know what you're doing. And you got the free range to chill and listen to me and my nasally ass voice while you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> I love you guys. I hope I helped. I always hope I helped. Or happiness be with you today and always. Much I say. Namaste. I did love you guys. Later.